Welcome to the Bioinnovation Spotlight at Life Science Org, where we shine a light on the next big thing. I'm your host, Dr. David Kirk, and I'll be talking to the people behind early stage translational life science across Europe, whose innovative research today may be the blockbusters and game-changing technologies of tomorrow. This podcast is produced for Life Science Org, a community where European life science CEOs, founders, and investors can connect, share, and engage with each other. Life Science Org members get exclusive early access to these episodes, as well as a network of their peers, weekly expert talks, and insightful sessions with other leaders in life science. Join the conversation at www.lifescienceorg.com. I'm joined this week by Dr. Verena Chauvel, who is one of the scientific leads of the Myopax team, which is looking at regenerative treatments for muscular disorders and has set up a biobank to store the treated cells until therapy becomes finalized and approved. The team is based at the Charité Universitätsmedizin in Berlin and the Max Delbruck Center for Molecular Medicine, and their work has been supported by Spark Europe. Verena, before we get talking about Myopax, tell me a little bit about your background and how you found yourself to be working in regenerative medicine for muscles. Okay, so hello. Thank you very much for having me here today. <laughs> um, so I'm a medical doctor actually by training. And uh, I started my first scientific attempts in the field of clinical pharmacology. And then I was very lucky in meeting my actually now co-founder, Professor Simone Spula, um, who um, by the time established quite in the north of Berlin on a campus where on the one hand the Charité is located, which is the university hospital, on the other hand the Max Delbert Center, which is more basic research institute. She established on the one hand also an um, outpatient clinic for muscle disorders and on the other hand a research group which uh, was um, working on human skeletal muscle. And um, I had um, really the luck to learn the very specific knowledge on diagnosing and treating these very often very rare diseases. And um, when you do so, these are very devastating diseases. Um, they are progressive and they are untreatable. And when you um, work with these patients, you also get a very strong idea of that you want to do something against the situation. And um, when my colleagues in the research group um, started uh, to develop a new technology, which um, the myopex is now based on, um, we really all felt the momentum and we thought that we, 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 we could change something. And this is how I found, find myself in regenerative medicine. <laughs> yeah, well, that's wonderful. So what is the big unmet need here? And you've now you've worked with it, you've seen it, what what is it? So um, when we when we talk about muscle diseases, you can talk about very different diseases. On the one hand, um, you can talk about very common actually um, um, muscle wasting, which occurs um, in a very severe disorders such as cancer or critical illness. Mm. And then this muscle wasting worsens the prognosis of the primary disease vitally. Um, but uh, we also talk about these diseases I have been now referring to. This uh, are over 300 different uh, genetically caused muscle diseases. And um, these are progressive and they lead to inability to walk, they lead to respiratory insufficiency, and they also lead to premature death. 
And um, in addition, we may also think when we think about muscle diseases, about local muscle defects also, where when you, um, although these are local, they also may lead to very severe impairments, such as when your sphincter muscle does not work, you're, you're near incontinent. Or um, when your diaphragm, the main respiratory muscle, is not um, working properly, you are mm. depending on a ventilator. And um, all these diseases, they are untreatable, and they even affect over 15 million people in Europe only. So oh, wow. a large amount, actually, very yeah. different diseases, but a large amount of patients suffering from the consequences. Raina, tell me about the solution you're developing with Myopax. Okay, so um, the muscle has um, a very big advantage, actually. It harbors its own stem cells. And in healthy muscle, these muscle stem cells that we also call satellite cells, um, they regenerate muscle until old age. But uh, these muscle stem cells could not efficiently be used for therapy until today. And the reason is when you use a conventional um, method, methods in the lab for isolating these cells from the tissue and culturing them, these cells quickly differentiate and they lose their stem cellness. And further, the cells are overgrown by other co-isolated connective tissue cells and the purification for the muscle stem cells leads to further cell activation and loss of regenerative properties. And this is where we have made the substantial progress. So um, first, we have uh, developed a new isolation and cultivation technology that allows to produce millions of pure and highly regenerative satellite cell derived muscle stem cells out of a small muscle specimen. And when we preclinically transplant those cells, they directly build up human muscle and they also repopulate the muscle stem cell niche and this allows not only for this direct effect but also for a long-term treatment effect and in addition we also show preclinically that these cells reconstitute impaired muscle function so um, this um, is done preclinically and we will with the cell product enter a first clinical trial by next year in addition, we combine the cell manufacturing technology with our non-viral preeming method. And preeming stands for precise repair of mutations in muscle stem cells for by genetic engineering. And it's used to cure the muscle stem cells that we derive from the patients with the genetic muscle diseases we have been talking about before. Mm. And by combining these two technologies, we then develop regenerative therapies to functionally um, treat or to treat functionally important muscles in these genetic disorders. Yeah, it, it was one of the uh, things I wanted to ask you was that you take directly from the patient engineer. So you don't transplant between patients. It is all done with the self. Uh, how old can a person be that they still have uh, these stem cells? So um, we have these muscle stem cells normal in healthy muscle until old age, and uh, we are capable of repairing muscle with these cells. So also when you're uh, 70 years old you, and you decide to do sports, um, you can build up your muscle can't you and um, of course um, when we isolate the cells from very young children they're 
um, more potent in their regenerative capabilities, but still also with the aged, um, the, the, the muscle stem cells derived from aged persons, um, they have really substantial regenerative potential still there. Okay, well, that explains Sylvester Stallone. Uh, <laughs> uh, tell me how this um, preeming technology works. Uh, how are you editing the, the, uh, the genome? So um, we, uh, with our preeming technology, use uh, CRISPR-based um, technologies. Um, and uh, we really aim for not adding another um, gene to, to the cell, but in really curing the um, disease-causing mutation in the patient's cell. So what we aim for then is to derive healthy new muscle stem cells from the diseased patients. Wow. Um, how does this compare then to technologies that are already available or maybe already in development that you're aware of? Mm -hmm. So when we, um, in the case of the genetic muscle diseases, of course, um, it's also worked on systemic um, gene therapies, um, mainly to currently mention the AAV-based gene addition strategies, and these are also already in clinical trials. It is unfortunately still very difficult um, to target um, the organ skeletal muscle with these methods, but of course also new innovations are on their way and will hopefully facilitate those developments. On the other hand, also companies and other scientific research groups work on developing cell therapy uh, based approaches to treat muscle diseases, but um, the cell types used differ in their source and also and or <laughs> in their properties. Uh, for example, another cell source that is done research on are, um, as in other fields of regenerative medicine, the induced pluripotent stem cells, because they harbor the potential advantage of unlimited cell numbers and then also for an allogeneic approach. Um, but um, when we come back to the cells we work with, so the primary cell therapy approach, we really have there the key advantage of the combination of the high regenerative uh, capacity, uh, the very long-term treatment effect, and at the same time, a very low risk profile. And this in a combination allows us to provide relatively fast product development and also to um, fastly target and allow for targeted improvement for the patients. And with this tailored therapies, we then can address um, the specific needs due to the impairments in this very broad spectrum of muscle diseases. Is there a specific muscle disease that you're really focused on at the moment? Yeah, so as said, we aim to enter a first clinical trial uh, by spring next year. And uh, in this clinical trial, we um, aim to reconstitute a small muscle defect um, of the bladder sphincter muscle. So the muscle which sits below the bladder. And it is, um, and it is a defect due to a prenatal de developmental anomaly. So the babies are born with this defect and currently um, this leads to lifelong urinary incontinence. And by repairing the small defect, we aim now for urinary continence in these children. Okay, now that seems like a great quality of life improvement. That's a, that's a really nice target. Yeah, it's not, but it's not only quality of life. It has 
very severe also medical, personal, uh, psychological, um, and also financial um, um, consequences when you suffer from urinary incontinence for the whole life. Mm -hmm. um, what is currently done in these children is that there's done a big surgery uh, at the age of three to six years. And um, um, this um, causes um, that these children have to do lifelong super pubical catheterization, which you can imagine is really something which um, has significant impact on these patients. Certainly. And kind of looking forward to the future, you've got the clinical trial coming up. Uh, where do you hope myopax will be in 12 months time? Yeah. So besides the in the next 12 months, besides the clinical trial that we are currently setting up, we are also preparing the pharmaceutical production of genetically modified muscle stem cells so that we can transplant them in the first clinical setting as well. And we, of course, also work strongly on uh, setting up our spin-off myopax. Um, we are um, really convinced that it's uh, really the time for cell-based therapies to fight these muscle diseases now, and that we can make a difference for many patients um, for the real better. And therefore, we are currently in discussions to find partners, but also, of course, also investment um, to, to set up Myopex. And we are really looking forward to get in touch with anyone listening and interested um, to, to discuss this endeavor with us. So it's really important to say that we had a lot of support from, from public, institutional, but also nonprofit funding. Uh, in addition, our technology transfers from um, both institutes have been really supportive. And I want to particularly also mention the Spark community in this context. They not only helped us um, with um, setting up the first clinical trial, but also in, in building a network in, in asking the right questions and also in um, setting up a first business concept. Excellent. Well, it sounds like a very exciting time and I wish you the best of luck. Thank you very much. If you are an early stage life science company or translational project ready to spin out and you're based in Europe, you can get on the show by going to lifescienceorg.com forward slash bioinnovation. You can get future episodes at lifescienceorg.com. Thank you all for listening and see you next time.